0: Welcome to Do It For The Gram, and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart. What well, we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. Today, we're talking about the growth work of the Enneagram type six. If this episode doesn't make you squirm a little bit or make you a little like, you're talking about me, oh my goodness, your ego doesn't spike up. You might not be an Enneagram six, but then again, you might be an Enneagram six because Gram sixes so are constantly thinking, mm, skeptical, doubtful. Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. But what we're not gonna do is, is um, create pressure for ourselves. We're gonna relax. That's what's really gonna Intro music. Kick it. The attention and the focus for the Enneagram 6 because we're starting these off a little different. And also remember, majority of my material is coming from Ginger Lapid Bagda, uh, my Enneagram teacher's book, The Art of Typing. So the general type description for the Enneagram 6 I'm going to use here is about their attention and focus. So what do they see when they walk into a room, when they walk into a place? They usually are looking for danger. Their mind is lurking. Is danger lurking around the corners? What should I be aware of? What should I be make sure I'm prepared for? Because danger is usually what their mind naturally tends to go to when they step especially into like an unknown type of space. So it's automatically looking like, hmm, okay, all right, searching, searching, finding, okay, safety, security. All right, so the false identity for the Enneagram 6 is false fear. So false fear for the Enneagram 6 means that basically – Just being afraid of things that probably won't happen or that isn't just something that they should be or something that you should be fearful about because the chances of it happening is uh, slim to none. And or you just um, created some fear of something that has not happened. You don't know if it's going to happen, but somehow you have tricked yourself or your ego has tricked yourself and triggered you into believing that something here you should be afraid of. And so that's why the false identity for the six is a false fear. It's it's not something that sometimes they should really be fearful about. It's this idea when the ego takes over, it's fearful. And it's just not something that they should truly be fearful for because they have all the tools and resources they need to handle the situation. And or it just may not ever happen at all. All right. So worldview, the worldview for the Enneagram six is the world is unstable, unpredictable and a dangerous place. I must find meaning, stability and support. So for the Enneagram six, the upside of their worldview is that the world is a little crazy. It's definitely unpredictable and it can be a dangerous place. And so six is usually prepare. They care about safety and security. So they're always their minds processing those things constantly. So that's a great. That, that's great. That's definitely the upside of their worldview. The downside of the worldview It's the fact that they feel that they must find the stability and the support and even the meaning sometimes of certain things when you're not going to be able to always find those and nor do you necessarily need those. And one of the biggest issues of searching for the stability and the support uh, and the meaning, it's always outside of sixes when the ego has taken over. It's not within them. It's always outside. It's a constant searching for stability and support for things outside of themselves and not trusting their own inner resources. Does your workplace stink because the culture sucks? Are you tired of tolerating people and wish you could all work together cohesively? Does the mere idea of going into work give you anxiety? If you said yes to any one of these, you should probably quit your job. But since you're not going to quit your job, you should contact Kaizen Careers. At Kaizen Careers, we are all about improving workplace performance we use a unique tool called the Enneagram. The Enneagram helps individuals and organizations become more self-aware. That self-awareness lends into helping organizations with communication, conflict management, and leadership development. Ultimately, turning self-awareness into self mastery and creating healthy workplace cultures so you can improve your services and bottom lines Contact Kaizen Careers at dot com or Milton at com or give us a call at 901-334-1644. The ego idea for the Enneagram Six is known as the loyal person, always reliable and consistent, never untrustworthy or difficult. So Enneagram Sixes are pretty reliable people and consistent. They want to be loyal. They, their ego idea is like, I'm the loyal person, so I'm reliable. I'm consistent. I make sure things get done. I knock these things out. I work really hard. And usually for someone else or something else, and not necessarily just for themselves. I'm I'm working for all these different people. I'm doing all these different things to accomplish them. You can count on me. The other part is that never being untrustworthy or difficult. So now that's just not true. We're humans. And so even if we like polarize ourselves as one thing, that doesn't mean that's us. I'm a reliable person. That doesn't mean you haven't been untrustworthy in your life. That doesn't mean you haven't been difficult either in your life. And so for Enneagram 6, if they feel that leadership is somehow not doing what they're supposed to do or a leader shouldn't be a leader, uh, Enneagram 6 can be very difficult for them, especially the counterphobic 6. Also, untrustworthy, that is something else that happens in different situations. When the ego is triggered for Enneagram 6, if the fear—if they allow the fear to take over, they can be very untrustworthy to the very friends that they wanted to friend in the beginning because their ego has taken over. Unmet longing. So the unmet longing for the Enneagram 6 is to be able to fully trust themselves, others, and their environment. So this is huge. What sixes really want deep down is to fully trust themselves. So they want to be able to say, I can trust myself to make this decision. I can trust myself and have the confidence to do the things I actually want to do and, and I strive and achieve things I want because I trust that I can do it for myself. And then they also want to be able to trust others. Them being known as the loyal person is important because not only do they want to be loyal to other people. They want people to be loyal to them. It's a huge deal for them. And so they really want to be to fully trust them, not to feel like, oh, I like you as a friend, but I don't really trust you. Mm, that's kind of tough. Uh, and it makes it tough on the relationship, especially the other person. Uh, and then they want to be able to trust their environment. They want to know that they're secure Um, and safe in their environment. Whatever that necessarily means is a different story, but being able to fully trust their environment is huge as well so that they can actually feel like they can strive and be who they need to be in order to be successful in life or to do the things they want to accomplish in life. Thirst and avoidance. So the thirst for the Enneagram 6 is a thirst for meaning, certainty, and trust. So what I find a lot of times with Enneagram 6 is they can either be very religious or very, uh, or very counter to religion. And I think that has a lot to do with the counterphobic and the phobic nature of the six. And then because they're searching for this support, stability, usually they can be either extremely faithful because they're looking for that certainty and that trust and that stability, or they can be totally against religion because they feel like leaders have torn it apart and done wrong things and um, it's something isn't right, you know. This document isn't right. You know, so I've seen both those polar opposites and a lot of Enneagram sixes that I've personally met, but that is something they're actually thirsting for, even though they may not. This is what's interesting, too. Even though they may not consider themselves religious or part of a certain um, faith. They still are looking for faith and they still a lot of times will read things and books uh, and resources about faith. Even if they're skeptical about it, they'll be wondering about it or hanging around the groups of people who talk about it, even if it's like negative going against them. Something about them actually wants faith. And what that means is different from different people, but they typically want deep down some type of faith. They want something that they can trust and something that they can have um, certainty in. Which becomes a whole nother issue. What is certainty really? You know, and what does it mean for you specifically as an Enneagram six? And then avoid. Enneagram six is avoid negative scenarios from occurring. So they avoid them like a bad habit. They try their best to do them. And sometimes the issue is that because, which we'll get to a little bit later, the emotional pattern and thought pattern kick in for the Enneagram six, they get to a point where They've created an emotional, I mean, they've created a negative scenario that is going to occur, even though it has not happened. And now they are acting upon as if that situation is going to happen or already happened. And so they're making actions that will do their best to avoid those. But the issue is sometimes the perceived thought that it's going to be negative, whatever situation that is, may not be negative, and it may be what the six needs to get to where they want to go in life or to get to the next steps of how they're going to actually develop deeper relationships. Thought pattern. So the thought pattern is the fixation of the type. The fixation in the thought pattern of the Enneagram six is cowardice. And cowardice means thoughts of doubt and worry that cause the continuous creation of anticipatory or worst case scenarios. So When it comes to cowardice, these thoughts for the Enneagram 6, they become extremely doubtful and they worry. It's a constant thing. And it's a continuous creation of like anticipatory and worst case scenarios. So it's always, what is the worst thing that can happen? And so Enneagram six is when you realize that your thought pattern is going there, when it's constantly doubting every conclusion, every solution you come out with to some issue or problem, and you start to doubt it again, you doubt it again, and then you worry about it and you doubt it again, take a deep breath and become, work on becoming more present and grounded. Because you're stuck ruminating in a place and a time that is not right where you are now. And so you're kind of stuck and paralyzed mentally in what to do next and in doing anything. Next, emotional pattern. The emotional pattern is the vice or the passion of the type. And so the emotional pattern for the Enneagram 6 is fear. Yeah, go figure. Feeling of anxiety, deep concern, and panic that the worst case scenario will occur, that others cannot be trusted, and that they are not capable of meeting the challenges that present themselves. And so this is super huge. This is So after the thought pattern has happened, the fixation, when the mind has gotten into that cycle, it moves along onto the emotional center. And what happens in the emotional center when the thought pattern of fixation is kicked in and now this emotional, this vice, this passion is kicked in. So now not only are you thinking doubtfully and you're worrying about these things, about the worst case scenario, now you're feeling deeper anxiety. Sixes typically have the most constant anxiety of any type. Five, six, and seven definitely have like kind of a low level buzz of anxiety and it spikes up and they have the most. But sixes are the most aware of their anxiety that's happening in their body typically. And so there's a deep concern when this fear kicks in. So when this fear kicks in, it isn't just I'm just fearfully thinking and preparing and planning. A lot of times when it gets to this level, it becomes panicky. So you start doing things that are um, just not helpful. Either it's panicky and you're by yourself. It can be a panic attack or it can be such extreme anxiety that you have physical ailments. And you have to be careful of that. Uh, you have to really work on that, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And then also it goes to the fact where you start to realize you start to think that I can't trust anybody. Nobody can be trusted. I can't. I, I just can't. And so then it gets to feelings of inadequacy that you're not able to handle the issues that are gonna present themselves. So when you get in this pattern, it is going to be crucial when you notice like, oh my goodness, my thinking's going there. Like now my thinking, my emotions are going there and it's making me feel like I can't trust anybody. Like I'm panicking, I'm freaking out a little bit. Like people are telling me to calm down or if I'm not around someone, I'm worried so bad. I'm just, my thinking is not positive. My thinking is not productive. It's not actually helping me in this situation. It is just making me worry and making me sick almost. So when you get to this point, once again, you're going to get grounded, but you're going to also need to probably contact somebody because whatever situation you're talking about, you're probably stuck ruminating about it. And it has turned over into that emotional pattern. And now it's causing some real issues. And now you're thinking is really off center and really off balance because Enneagram six has the thinking center as the repressed center, even though it's in the thinking triad. So the thinking by being repressed, it is a center that is basically counterproductive to doing what you need to do, to actually moving forward and making something positive happen. So in this situation, not only become present, If you catch yourself, you're being triggered, that fear is being triggered where you are getting panicky, you think the worst will happen, you don't trust anybody, and now you're feeling incapable of meeting the challenges life has given you, you need to find someone that you trust. You need to find someone that you have trusted in the past, though you may feel like you can't trust, and ask them different questions to help you get out of maybe the situation that you're in mentally so you can get out of it. The path to integration. So the path to integration for the Enneagram six is going to be trust yourself and do. And I wrote down hidden wisdom. So Enneagram six is you have hidden wisdom. You don't realize a lot of times because you analyze so much and because you're prepared mentally for so many different things that you have a ton of wisdom. The reason I say it's hidden wisdom is because a lot of times Enneagram six don't notice how wise they are because you're cautious and you're thoughtful and you're more meticulous than many types. And your natural tendency to go to look for and find things that could be dangerous or could be wrong or something you need just to be prepared for or ready for you have a natural wisdom because you've already put all of the things that need to go together together in your brain. So something to make sure something is safe, secure or or working out right. So you got to make sure that you understand that you have wisdom. You can have confidence in that because you're like, "Mm, no, I've ran the data analysis and all of the different outcomes. And I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be the best one. Let's go for it. Let's do it. And so when I said trust yourself, you got to trust yourself because you have that hidden wisdom. You've thought about things back and forth, what could go wrong, what could go right, and 86 scenarios on how it could work. Or if it does go wrong, 86 ways where you can make sure it does work. And so you're going to have to trust one of those ways because you came up with it. You don't have to go outside of yourself to make sure you can trust um, a decision that you're about to make. Because trust me, you've thought of it long enough. you thought of the things that could go wrong. So you've prepared pretty much well for it for the most part. And then the next step is do. You've got to do. And what doing does, it helps to integrate not only your thinking center, but it helps to integrate your thinking center with your body, with your in- intuition, your body center. And that allows you to bring more integration into your life. Because usually when the next step happens, you've already engaged your emotional center as well. Because a lot of times with sixes, these situations or issues are involved that gunjure up, you know, fear or cowardice. It gunjures up from Um, situations with people, relational issues somehow, whether it's work or it's outside of work, anything. A lot of times it has to do with people. And sixes typically don't have a huge problem getting necessarily to their emotions. But when they engage their body and do something with with the 86 scenarios they came up with, it's going to help them also integrate the emotional center as well. So they're going to be well integrated and able to check all three centers and say, okay, now what's the best action? Well, let me check in with every center. Let me check in with my emotional center, my thinking center and my body to see what I need to do next and not just ruminate and get stuck in a spiral of negative thinking or a spiral of everything that could go wrong. Next, the path to growth. So act in faith that the security you seek can only be found within you. Inner guidance. So for the Enneagram six, there is, um, like I said before, there's hidden wisdom, but there's also this inner guidance. There's a piece of you inside of you that is waiting to guide you to the best decisions you can make for your life and for you. And so you're going to have to be able to find that inner guidance and then work with it, train it, build it up and be able to say, okay, let me listen to my inner guidance. What should I do? And act in faith, that the security you seek can be found only inside of you. So the security you, a lot of times Enneagram sixes, you're trying to seek outside of yourself can truly only be found within you. It was already put in you. You were born with it. The issue is that our personalities, we grew up in the world, got twisted and we got confused and interpreted a situation or went through something that was crazy. That made us forget about it, that made us um, forget just that deep down inside, we have some powerful things going on. And the key to us actually being connected uh, not only to each other and to our higher selves or to God or to the universe, whatever you believe, you have to go inside first, because that's where the amazingness is found within you, not outside of you. You're going to be searching forever if you keep searching outside of you and you will never find it. So you have to go within yourself in order to find it. But that only takes an act of faith that takes leaping and knowing that when you do that work to grow inside of you, that you're actually going to be in a more secure place than you ever were when you start searching outside of yourself first. All right. Practical ways to get better in your gram sixes. First, I say this every episode, get an Enneagram coach. It is so important. I have one. So it is important because they understand the thought pattern, the emotional pattern and the different things that you say and do. And they they can help you do practical things to get out of it and help you do mental exercises. And they also can listen to you to see what's really going on and make sure that they have you on a path for growth and healing so that. You can actually move forward. And when you feel yourself slipping into worst case scenario thinking, fear, cowardice, that you actually have tools and techniques to get yourself out of it so you don't spiral too fast because the ego is compulsive. All of us have it. And so it it jumps out at different moments and things trigger us and we're like, whoa. And then it's like, hold up, hold up. Take control of my body. Take control of self. I'm not going to let this ego and this personality control me. I control me, not it. And also, don't forget If you need to get a therapist or a counselor do it mental health is super real hopefully you have found some value in this podcast episode you can help to keep this podcast going by supporting us on patreon.com patreon.com is a site where you can support content providers Podcasts are free to listeners, but not free for creators. It actually costs money and definitely time to produce consistent and weekly podcasts. I podcast because I want to reach people and change our community through the Enneagram. If you want to help in that by supporting me, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com. Forward slash. Do it for the grand. And so the next thing is, each month, if you can journal the fears you overcame, it would be great. So you may have to write down um, in the present moment, at the end of the day or beginning, the things that um, fear kind of pops up in your head, things you're fearful, you're fearful about. And when you, at the end of the month, when you look at that list and see all the things you've overcome, that you're like, I don't know why I feared that. It's going to help build up your confidence. It's going to help build up that inner guidance. And it's going to help you to be able to trust yourself more, which is like the main point. When you can trust yourself, it is unlimited amount of things that the six can do, not only for themselves, but for the community. Because sixes, you guys work so hard, so hard. Best case scenario. All right. So this next one. So the Enneagram six, you You definitely have the ability to think of the worst case scenario and try to come up for something with it. The issue is that it can be a constant of the worst case scenario. Now, what I want you to do is to challenge yourself to actually think of the best case scenario. I want you to use a little bit of that seven wing, flex that seven wing some and think of the best case scenario that could happen. So that can bring some balance to your thinking because it's similar to the fours where they have to bring balance to their emotions. For the Enneagram six, you need to bring balance to your thinking because it leans towards the sometimes pessimism or uh, negative things that could happen, but try to balance that so that you have a, a better rational thought process and it's better for your health as well. Next, befriend your fear. What, what is he talking about? So when I talk about befriending your fear, that basically means you understand that the fear does not control you. And it's not, even though it's a part of you, it's not you. So for instance, if you have a friend in which sixes typically have, definitely have pretty good friends and they usually choose pretty good people for the most part. People they feel like they can trust because loyalty is big for them. So they want friends who are loyal as well. People they can trust. So when you become friends, these people become like good friends. I'm talking about friend friends. They typically become a part of you to a certain degree. But at the same time, you understand that there's a difference and a separation between you two. There's like, yeah, you're a part of me. You almost like family or I consider you family, but you still not me. So that's what I want you to do to your fear, because it is a part of you. We're not going to act like it's not a part of you. It comes with the package of Enneagram six. But you can understand that it is differentiated from you, though. You can look at that fear from like with inside and say, man, My body has deep anxiety right now and I'm really concerned and I'm a little doubtful and I got a lot of things going on. My head is going crazy. But don't look at it as if, oh, my goodness, I'm just going crazy. Look at it from a distance almost. It's almost like a a detachment or non-attachment to it. I think non-attachment is probably a better word of seeing it, but not allowing it to necessarily define who you are and control you it's saying, wow, I'm freaking out about that right now. And so that's going to take you out of the place of saying, I'm a negative person, I'm thinking this, and it's like, this is going on inside of me and I've got to figure out why so I don't spiral into a place where I'm not healthy and or I'm not being beneficial to the relationships that I want to build or the situations and the places I want to go in life. And here's one question you can ask yourself. I would say you could ask this probably weekly and it just depends on you, You may be daily or monthly. For the Enneagram 6, if I didn't fear, what would I do? And so when you can start to do this in your mind, even in situations pop up and the fear pops up and you say, if I didn't fear, what would I do? That's going to help you to look at hmm, what may I actually want to do, but my personality is slowing me down or it's counteracting the things I really want to do in life because of fear And so when that happens, this is going to start to help build up your trust in yourself because you're going to start to see that this fear thing, which remember, we're we're doing this non-attachment thing where it's happening in me. It's kind of a part of me, but it's not me. And so you're looking at it like, hmm, this fear is stopping me from going where I need to go. So I'm going to have to do something and work on it and work on myself and grow and work through this so that I can get where I want to get or I can build and get in the relationship I want to be in. Because if not, it's going to hold me back from that. And the one thing I can't allow do that is this fear. All right. That's pretty much all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Enneagram sixes. Trust yourself, have faith in yourself. You are some of the most dutiful people I have ever seen. You work hard like very few people work. You love like very few people love. But I wanted you to make sure you not let fear control you. The one thing you do not want to allow to control you is fear. You are worth too much, you are too valuable. You give too much, you're too connected. Uh, You take care of people way too well to let fear drive you and drive the people you love away. Because remember, when we let the ego control us, it does the opposite of what we want. Remember that when you let fear control you, Enneagram sixes, it does not help you to create those loyal, loving, close knit relationships you need. It stops you and it pushes people away because it acts in it weird way. It does not allow you to strive and succeed in the way that we know you can succeed because you work really hard and you can think of the things that won't go right and you can be prepared for. So don't allow those extremely pessimistic um, ruminations to hold you back from being the successful and great person that I know and you know and you should be. So keep working through that and keep doing this growth work so that you can keep serving your community and um, really helping yourself develop to get to where you really want to get to and do the things you really want to do in life and not allow fear to hold you back from doing those. All right. So please rate, subscribe, and share. That is rate, which helps others find the show. Subscribe so you can get the latest and greatest episodes and share if you feel this information can benefit someone you know. If you need personal life coaching, consulting, or training for your team using the Enneagram, you can do that. I do that through my organization called Kaizen Careers Coaching and Consulting, LLC, You can contact Kaizen at KaizenCareers.com, Milton at KaizenCareers.com, or 901-334-1644. Also, if you would like to be a Patreon supporter, which we're almost to the second goal, I think right now we're at about $60, and I uh, would love to get to $100 so that I can get this podcast editor on like a full-time basis to edit the episodes so I can put more work into providing better content um, and going deeper to the Enneagram to provide for you all, please go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram and the patrons community that has more access and exclusive content and merchandise for the Do It For The Gram podcast. So you can go there. Um, and also super thanks to all the people, all the patrons on there now. We definitely have the, um, the cost to actually run a podcast from the hosting site, it is now covered by my Patreon community. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. And um, it's been helping a lot of people. I get a lot of good feedback. Thank you all so much, so much, so much. Thank you. I mean, that's everybody. Even people reach out on Instagram. It's like, thank you so much. I like the episode. Thank you for all you. I am I'm very thankful and I'm very blessed. I'm very grateful um, for you all. Um, if you're in the Memphis area, uh, you can also add Enneagram 901 because we have local events. Um, where we're talking about the Enneagram. We do things with the Enneagram. So you can sign up where you can connect with that on Instagram. Also, last thing, if you go to com and subscribe, you receive a free gift. It is a PDF of each number. You can also read some really good blog posts from different numbers. The latest one is by Enneagram 8. And if you read it, you'll be like, oh, that is such an 8 thing to do. And uh, it's an experience when she was young, so check that out, it was really good. Also, if you would like a Enneagram t-shirt, if you go to shop on doitforthegrampodcast.com, there are some really cool t-shirts there that you can pick up They have the Enneagram on them. I usually wear them to the Enneagram conferences I go to and I get compliments on them. And so I'm like that cool nerdy guy with the t-shirt, but the t-shirt is fly and I'm always looking fly, okay? But uh, you can pick them up there most definitely so Enneagram 6, when you start to get really doubtful and start to worry, you start feeling like you're not capable of really handling the challenges that are about to come, and you start to get a little panicky, stop, breathe, and make a better choice. And do it for the gram. The Enneagram, of course. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye.